Welcome to Cornerstone's Pastors Podcast. This is Pastor Scott, and we are here uh, in a very different situation, like everything's in a very different situation. We actually have a, n- a number of episodes already recorded for you, and we'll, I think we're, we'll get to those eventually, but we're, we're jumping in to talk about what's going on in the moment, j- just so that you know, we, we are all in a room together recording this podcast, but we are a safe Six feet apart from one another. I'm at least eight or ten feet we, from you guys. We've had Brian lay down because he's six. He's about six feet tall. Lay down in between us and make sure that you know that the, 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 the distance is right. I'm here with Pastor Brian. Hey, and Pastor Ara. Good morning. I'm very close to you, Scott. So, yeah, no, I laid down. Stop, You're six stop, feet away. Stop breathing Don't freak on people my neck. <laughs> stop breathing on my neck. <laughs> so we um we're, we're actually going to talk today about how to engage in remote remote we're gonna <laughs> we're, we're here today it's been to, a week scott we're gonna talk about how to engage in remote corporate worship uh, because we obviously last sunday uh worshiped remotely for the first time uh, i know in in my life i mean definitely as a church um and and so we're gonna talk with pastor brian who kind of oversees all of our Sunday morning services and is shaping what this is going to look like for us. And with Pastor Ara, who's really the only one of us who actually has experience. That's why I'm here. (laughs) God knows. (laughs) Brought me here. So so we are going to be gathering uh, remotely for a while, right? Uh, Who knows how long? Definitely for a few weeks, um, very possibly for a few months. Remote corporate worship's really different, right? It's really different than gathering together as God's body, um, together, singing aloud, hearing one another, right? Sitting on my couch and looking at a screen, you know, not having to get out of my pajamas, right, is is really different. Um, and before we kind of get into maybe some of the spe- specifics, I want, I want to talk about what, why don't we worship like this normally, right? Like, why is this different why you know three months from now when uh, lord willing all of this passes why are we going to go back to normal and not just continue to worship through a screen so this is a very 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 important question especially today because a lot of um i think a, a lot of things have moved online and so it's a lot easier for people to conceive or think about the things they participate in as being done remotely, as being done, you know, via the internet. Um, that's not what church is supposed to be when we gather. And so we're kind of in this interesting place where we're, we're trying to explain, in a sense, we're gathering, in a sense, we're live streaming our services. But at the same time, in another way, these aren't actually what services are. Like the services of the church are when the church actually physically gathers, not when they gather sort of, but don't. And so the reason we don't do that all the time is there's a lot of reasons. One is because uh, physical presence isn't something that's just dispensable. Mm-hmm. Um, being around another person, like we aren't just sort of minds that grab information or hearts that feel emotions that we can do kind of wherever our bodies are. Mm-hmm. Like our bodies are a part of what it means to be human. And so for God to gather a people to himself, for God to explain uh, what he's done and who he is and bring us to worship him, that normally means us being together in the same space at the same time. Um, there's even ways where God talks about, you know, the, the the presence of the Holy Spirit, the temple of the Holy Spirit being in the church, and the idea that we could just say, like, well, we can do that. And in, in a sense, we can. 
but that we can just do that without ever seeing each other doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And so there's a kind of a beauty to the gathering together of us in one place, actually hearing our voices produce actual vibrations next to us, seeing with our eyes other people who are worshiping, who are you know uh, singing psalms and spiritual songs with us and encouraging us that way, actually listening to the person who's physically there preach to us. There's so many reasons why we don't do this normally. And that's helpful because as much as I want to uh, notice that there, there are opportunities here and there's ways to genuinely worship in this time, I also don't want to just garner up so much momentum and excitement for that that we lose the fact that this is in some ways also a loss, mm-hmm. that we can't be together the way we're kind of supposed to be together during this time. Mm-hmm. So there's a way to understand this as a great opportunity to worship. God is still present with us. There's so many ways that his faithfulness is going to be shown through remote worship but we should also be able to lament, ah, but it would be so good to be together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes me think of, of even some of the decisions we've made along the way as to how to do this. This is why we're doing a, a live stream um, and seeking to worship at the same time instead of just recording something and a lot, asking you to just watch it, you know, whenever you have, have time. Now, I, I, don't, I think that's, that's an application of a general principle. I, I think lots of different churches are doing this lots of different ways. And I, I'm not about to say, like, like, this is the right way to do it. This is the wrong way. Sure. But as we, because uh, I think we're all just trying to figure this out as we go. But as we try to apply these principles, it, it seems like one, one step away to not be in the same place and it seems like a an additional step away from what it's supposed to be to not be doing it at the same time. And so we're, we're trying to to approximate right that in a not ideal situation, um, but in a way that that can still be a blessing and can still communicate some of those realities. Right that 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 we recognize that we are singing and praying and learning uh, t- together. Well, and uh, also just that there's a participation. I mean, the, yeah. the word liturgy means work of the people. And so when we come together and have a, a gathered service, the idea is that we're all doing it together. We're all contributing in some way, shape, or form. And to do something that's recorded, to do something on your own time, puts you in the position of a consumer or just a viewer or just a receiver, mm. not someone who's doing something along with the rest of us. And so that's one of the main reasons we said, well, we definitely can't just record it and let people watch it whenever they want. Yeah, um, because yeah. we're, we're still trying to find a way to participate together, to do this together, to worship mm. together, even though we're not physically present with each other. We don't just want to give it all up and say, well, I don't know, you know, consume this whenever you have free time. Like yeah. that's not what yeah. church services are meant to be. I mean, and w- what an incredible blessing, right? That we live in a time where we can yeah. do this, right? Like, yeah. I, and, and, and I think that there's all sorts of other uh, times where they'd have to come up with different solutions. And this is just a, a, a unique one that in this moment w- we have, but, but we're, we're also not the first ones to ever do this. We're not the f- first people in the world to not be able to meet together corporately and have to utilize uh, technology to facilitate um, uh, in any sense, an approximation of, right, of what God's called us to do. Um, I mean, Ara, this is something I know you've experienced before, and I know the church in uh, Iran has been doing for years in many different ways. The church in Turkey, as we when we visited in in um, in October, what, what are some of the what are some of the ways that our, our brothers and sisters elsewhere have worshipped in this way, and what like what can we glean from their experience? Uh, <clears throat> so, I'm <laughs> um, I'm kind of uh, shocked, you know, when when I arrived in U.S. 10 years ago, uh-huh. <laughs> and I said, 
it's finished like I'm not going to be online. I'm not going to worship God uh, front of TV. <laughs> I'm <laughs> <Ever> done. <again. laughs> uh, I'm going to go and be in a church body, mm-hmm. and it just changed. Like la- last night, I was I was thinking um, through lots of things, and I'm saying like I'm saying why when um, the internet like what if internet caught what we we are going to do it mm. but uh, praise god that we have internet and i remember when they closed down all churches and they uh the government told us not to meet um in church and also i couldn't go to any house church because of security um uh, kind of we we talked with some leaders and i said like okay grand army is just shut down <laughs> mm-hmm. so we cannot go so let's go like air force uh, mm-hmm. mood <laughs> so we we changed it I, I remember like uh, there's a there's a tv program uh, broadcast from uh, los angeles uh, christian brothers and sisters and me and on it said okay let's let's worship like uh, we are in the church uh, so I was with the shorts and you know pajamas, and then I felt like, oh, this is weird. So I I I wear my church clothes <laughs> mm. to just get uh, the feeling uh, that I was in church. Mm. Uh, so there's lots of things like I stand up and I, you know, just worship, uh, feel that this is the same church that I belonged before. And, um, you know, uh, when you see the, the history of the church, uh, so many times, like, if I said, like, we are so comfortable in the United States, mm-hmm. is it right? Like, yeah, I, I yeah. said, so comfortable, let's make us uncomfortable. And this uh, virus kind of <laughs> make us uncomfortable. When you see the history of the church, you see any time in the history is a dark, the church is more light mm-hmm. in this world more grow in this world and how that makes Iranian church is fastest growing church when they close down the building mm. in reality if you see the seven churches we went to uh, Turkey but we, we didn't have the chance to uh, go to seven uh, seven churches Ephesus yeah. they were in the time they were the strongest church uh, in a story but if you go to the churches now seven churches there is only the stones there is no building anymore like i believe when uh, as a church plant now when i start planting the church and i said like having building is okay but when the church born as a building uh, there is a time that church will die Mm. uh, as a building but what is going to be alive is the kingdom of god always in my mind i say okay this is building we have but one day is going to like seven you know we are not stronger than Ephesus churches <laughs> and somehow but I'm saying that God's kingdom is more important than building so it's just you know we, we even I was thinking last night I was saying like for many people many people even Hollywood was idle the sport was idle is dead <laughs> kind of yeah. Hollywood is shut down yeah. And even mega churches that people goes to these big mega churches also shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, the God's kingdom is continue, and how we can be flexible in this uncomfortable zone uh, 
and that God is um, the overall all this and uh, we learn a lot because we had opportunity and and I'm seeing in this situation what's the opportunity to preach the gospel to extend and uh, penetrate like gospel to lost people mm. and this is a good like when I see last week um, how many shares uh, we had in Facebook it was not enough I guess mm. like uh, I think people should be more strong more uh, more see like oh I can I cannot go to the church this is sad uh, but this is opportunity for each of us as a member of Cornerstone Church to share in our social media our Sunday services because there is some some people they need to hear the gospel uh, and this is this is great opportunity I'm I'm not saying this is like uh, downhill for our church because we shut down this is a great opportunity for each of us to extend God's kingdom uh, more than our buildings. Uh, so we, as an Iranian church, uh, we we saw this shutdown of the church in Iran is opportunity for us to um, extend the gospel and kingdom of God, and that's happened. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that that's where this is not an ideal situation, but God redeems all sorts of every not ideal situation in our lives, and one of the ways that we can even see Him redeeming this is providing an opportunity that that that, that maybe the, the the church as community, right? And first of all, it reminds us that the church at its core is the community, right? It's the family. It's it's not the 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 building, right? Um, but that the church as community might actually, grow. I mean, that's that's our prayer that it'll actually grow through this time, not not shrink, not because, not for its own sake, but because the kingdom of God continues to progress, continues to, and, and is, is so desperately needed, right? The hope of the gospel is so, so desperately needed right now. And so whatever we can do to get that, that message out, um, it's such a, a powerful, this is such a powerful opportunity. I mean, it makes me, I mean, I was so excited. Uh, I, I think there are all sorts of opportunities for us to share it on social media over the next, you know, few few months and, and that people are going to see and, and get to hear the gospel in ways that they otherwise wouldn't have heard. I, mean, I, I was so encouraged on, on Sunday. I mean, there, there were whatever the, the, the little number in the top of the Facebook video is, right? That, that's actually only the number of people watching it on through Facebook, right? And that, you know, there were like 60 or 70 people watching it in Facebook. But I mean, Kristen, you, you, you told us that the, the like unique page views was fi- yeah 500. There were 500 unique visitors to the the, the webs to the site where it was streaming, and I and I mean, I think that's a huge opportunity for people to to do this. At the same time, I think that huge opportunity comes with the the, the danger of us beginning to think through the service in a more consumeristic mindset, right? Like it's the thing that we watch. The same way we watch Netflix, yeah. <laughs> right? You like you pop it on and you just kind of sit back. And so, with that, what what are some some suggestions you would give for people as they engage in worship from home this season, right? Like, how how would you encourage them? What what are some suggestions you would give to them so that um, it, it doesn't just become like, oh, this is the the Netflix I I watch on Sunday morning, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, so, but so that it, it is something unique and something powerful. I, I think the best way because this is uh, this is transaction. 
uh, this is kind of changing uh, lots of things for people and they feel like oh uh, I think I think the best way is uh, mm, the same thing that we are going to do the church mm. we are going to do in home mm. like uh, even I, I remember I didn't wear like a pajamas in the home because I felt like weird uh, so I wear my church clothes I stand there uh, even stand up when I was worshiping, uh, mm-hmm. uh, l- uh, like I- I- even loud, singing loud. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's so weird for you guys, but for me, is is it's, it's just amazing that I can do it uh, with mm-hmm. my church body. I, I feel like this is corporate online, and there is lots of brothers and sisters watching. And also, uh, in main time, I was praying uh, for people that they they're coming new and also there's opportunity for us for example like we had the uh, i i i'm not saying like a a right now situation right now but i could invite my neighbors to my home to watch the tv and preaching Mm -hmm. uh, live in the tv so we have to invite and now we have this opportunity of uh, social media and uh, let's do it you know yeah, yeah, Brian. What, what, so, what do you think? <clears throat> one of the things that um, I appreciate the most—not the most, but a <laughs> lot—about having Ara with us <clears throat> and how much I've learned from him. One of the things that I, he that I would like to learn that you know a lot uh, through experience is you have this ability that I think I see in the Bible a lot to to both be able to mourn how things are actually bad and yet see how God is particularly at work when things are hard at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us yeah. have a hard, and that's just a biblical thing. Like the Bible does yeah. that. It's mm-hmm. always, we lament, we don't look at bad times as like great, but we also in the midst of difficult times or change or transition, the way you're talking about, we look at the situation and we're looking for the fact that when God tends to prune or do things like this, the light does shine brighter and we do grow and we do get challenged. Yeah. And so when I think about how to, how to you know, worship remotely, in, in the time that we're in, that's that's the mindset that that I kind of want people to bring to it. Mm, yeah. Is all right. So this is harder, and and it, it genuinely and in a sense, it's not like quote unquote supposed to be this way. Yeah. Um, but that means that God is at work in this in a unique way to grow you and to shape you. In one sense, it's probably just as easy to be a kind of consumer or a viewer from the pew mm. as it is from the computer screen. Mm. And what this is going to force you to do is kind of pick a horse. Like you're either going to kind of be in your pajamas. I, the pajamas is you can be in your pajamas. Yeah. But I, li- yeah, I, li- yeah. I like what Ara is saying. Yeah. But this like, is, but there, yeah. there's a sense. I'm oh. trying to get the visual. My, 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 my <laughs> wife was just like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. not the end of the world. But the idea is that there's there's a way that you're going to have to either basically choose to just kind of check your phone in the middle of things or try and push pause and go do something else or just kind of have that viewing mentality that I'm just here to watch this. Yeah. And take whatever I kind of want to from it when I want to, when mm. it's on. Or you're going to be forced to then say, no, I have to actually choose to participate. And there's ways that in the pews, that choice isn't as obvious. And yeah. so, for because I don't know, you stand up when everyone else stands up. You sit down when they sit down. It's just kind of what you do. Mm. For this, I mean, I think what you have to do is to do what Ara said. Like, you need to sing out loud. That mm. might feel really weird. Yeah. You have to do it. If you don't do it, you are teaching yourself that what you're doing is viewing, not participating. Yeah. Yeah. Y- you yeah. have to like pray when we pray. Mm-hmm. So when someone's praying somewhere in the world, like 
in Fletcher Chapel. Yeah. Um, at that moment, you are bowing your head and you are not just listening to them pray and seeing if it moves you. You are praying with them using their words. You're lifting up to God yeah. with them. Yeah. Yeah. When the word of God is being preached, you are sitting. If you normally take notes, take notes. Yeah. If you don't normally take notes, be there how you would be there. And understand that just because we're not together doesn't mean God isn't there with us all at the same time. So he can still impress upon your heart what he's trying to teach you the same way he can when we're together in a building. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it makes me think that actually, I, I think from this, the, the increased intentionality this season requires, I, I, I think, I hope when we all do come back together, that we don't just like go back to normal but that we come back together as, as better participants mm-hmm. because of this yeah. season. The Lord has, has used this season to, to strengthen those muscles, to, 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 to cause us to be in increasingly intentional so that when we come back together, we're, we're even more intentional he- here as we gather together in worship because of what the, how the Lord redeemed this season. And also, and also I want to mention in Facebook, uh, there is a few bottom called likes and hearts <laughs> and comment. So usually in a, uh, in a platform on, online, uh, for example, when I was preaching uh, online or sharing something, like I'll, I'm, I'm seeing like uh, people is really watching or not. I see the numbers in then, but, but I, we find this is, this is a good way that sometimes I put heart. Like if you are uh, watching Sunday, you see I'm putting heart when uh, somebody praise God or pray like Brian was singing I send like uh, I start hitting this uh, heart you can see lots of hearts so next Sunday I want to see more hearts on the Facebook <laughs> uh, <laughs> and more comments like amen so I can see uh, people is uh, uh, doing this kind of thing that's great my, my uh, uh, Lara is uh, Lara loves to, to give uh, just just quiet uh, comments of affirmation. <laughs> she gets it from her dad. It's just, just like, hmm, oh, mm, yes, right? Like, do we, we just need to type those in now, is what you're saying, yeah. right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, anything <laughs> you can. Hit the button, hit the and look, there's button. something to that. I mean, <clears throat> I think there's there's plenty of people who are like, oh, I'm, you know, that's not really my thing. I don't, yeah. There's something to the I fact that- I sit in a Sunday service very quietly. Yeah, <laughs> and fair enough. Some yeah. you, but like, there's something to the fact that we need to find all the different ways we can interact that we can right now. Yeah. That, that, you yeah. know, like when yeah. it feels isolating to just have your computer open because it's the same screen you use for other stuff. It can be hard to remember that you are doing this with other people, even if they're not in the room. These little things like comments or liking stuff or whatever, like why in the world wouldn't we yeah. say, let's interact with each other. Let's affirm each other and encourage each other in these ways God has given us to do. Yeah. Pa- Pastor, you remember two years ago, I said, we are not uh, present in online. Mm-hmm. You said our priority is not that. Yeah. So it's changed everything. <laughs> so, so, so R has been spending the last week of his life just teaching us all what I told you so means in, is in Farsi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, and also for us, and also for us was weird. Like, uh, this is like after 10 years, I'm sitting, uh, I'm, I'm on stage that every Sunday, uh, front of people, like, uh, the people was working here very hard from morning for a few days. And I saw like at 12 o'clock, somebody is eating while I'm preaching. I was got like, I got like, 
dude stop eating i'm preaching like <laughs> <laughs> so i have to do like i have to make uh kind of to find other ways <laughs> yeah find other ways to don't eat when i'm preaching <laughs> all right all right so 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 let me ask just a few even just practical logistical questions uh, brian what, what are we going to do about communion so we are going to you might not even have an answer yeah it's been ask a week you. guys um so we yeah, we are under a week since we decided to live stream the service right now. Yeah, that's like right. we are still we're only six days out. That's um, right. So uh, for communion, uh, we, we're going to do it. That's the plan. And the idea is that we'll do it together. We'll just do it in our own homes. And so we will give you instructions on on kind of how to do that as that comes up. It probably won't be for a couple of weeks at least while we kind of get other things taken care of. But like the Lord's table is phenomenally important. And I think in a time like this, it communicates a kind of solidarity and togetherness as we take up the same cup and the same bread, the, you know, the, the, the symbols of the body and blood of Christ. And it, it, we do that together, even though we're not in the same room. And I think there's power to that, especially now to, to kind of part of uh, worshiping remotely that communion brings up is that uh, worship is always corporate worship, especially is always a kind of declaration. Um, there's a, there's a kind of uh, resistance. Uh, uh, it, it, it's declarative in the sense that you're, you're, there's darkness around us in the world. There are things that we experience in the world that are the results of suffering and the results of sin, others and our own. And there's doubt and unbelief that crop up in the course of you know, daily life. Hebrews 12, you know, the sin that clings so closely. Um, when we come together on a Sunday and we sing, it's not just... Uh, enjoying the things about God that we know, it's affirming, declaring the things about God we know to be true in the face of temptation to disbelieve and temptation to succumb to the to the fears and the anxieties of just normal life. And so here, one of the temptations is to feel isolated, to feel cut off, to feel like we're not together in spirit, even though we're, we're, we're not together in, in, in body. And so the idea of communion, the idea of singing, the idea of praying with us, the idea of taking this remote worship very seriously, is, a, is it's an act of declaration. It, it, it's, it's an act of resistance against the powers and the principalities, against the temptations and you know the, the flesh, the world, and the devil. Like it, it, that's what we're doing. And so taking communion together, along with singing together across different apartments and homes, along with listening well together, along with sending texts and making you know chat comments and these different things, these aren't just, well, here's how I can kind of pump myself up. Um, these are actions that we take to declare to the world and to our own hearts and to each other what we believe to be true when it can be difficult and so communion is a big piece of that and so we're going to find a way to do that so that we can make that declaration together yeah you, you know it, it, it makes me think of i'm, I'm gonna I, i'm gonna ask a question i'm gonna answer my own question and i'm gonna see what you think so we haven't even talked about this yet so hosting 101 what, what, what about what about baptisms right like what about yeah. how, how do, what does baptism look like in in social distancing and so here here's here's my thought i mean just as you were talking like the th the thought i have is I think that there's two things. Number one, when we come back together, right, in a few months from now, we're going to have a big celebration. And, and anybody who has not gotten baptized that would like to get baptized at that point, like we are, that would be great. We would love to do that. Um, at the same time, as this unfolds, if, if you, um, if you feel this, just the conviction that like you need to be baptized, if people in your life come to Christ and want to be baptized, you know, like we will send a young, healthy 
pastor <laughs> over to your place? I mean, I mean it, yeah. may, it makes me think of what, what you guys did. Yeah, in what Iran, did you guys? Right? Yeah, what did you do? Uh, I heard lots of weird stuff. Like, uh, uh, like I I, I saw uh, like baptism through Skype. Uh, like pastor yeah. behind the Skype and asking people to go down on the hmm. uh, uh, what do you go uh, in their bathtub uh, bathtub yeah uh, which is I still I'm not I, I cannot process that but there is lots of uh, ministry for example they are they are doing uh, preparing people for baptism and then they're coming a place of safe place Uh, for example, in Turkey or Armenia and yeah. uh, around Iran, and they baptize them. I think uh, for us, uh, uh, I'm thinking like what you are saying, the healthy young uh, like you, Pastor Scott, <laughs> uh, or Dustin, Pastor Dustin can go and baptize people in their homes yeah. um, uh, uh, or somewhere safe. So yeah. the safety is more important. Uh, that's the that's the main thing in the. Uh, house church, the safe place of safe uh, person is the yeah. m- most uh, yeah. accurate. Yeah, and, 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 and we'd be happy to do that, and we'd also be happy to have a, a big, I think we probably will have a big baptism celebration, because I know there's a number of people who are planning on getting baptized next month, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, and, and we're going to have to figure that out, and um, as as we go, we would encourage you that if if that's you, reach out to us, pastors. Like, l- let us know that you uh, desire to be baptized, and let's let's begin talking about what that looks like. So, just be- before we're before we're done, uh, I, I I mean, we're only a month out from Good Friday in Easter. Um, are, we, are we gonna have a Good Friday service? Like, what is that? That's the plan right now. Yeah. We're gonna have we're gonna live stream Good Friday. Yes, we're gonna live stream Easter, mm-hmm. and we're gonna try and do what we can to make those. Special events. What, what's beautiful about uh, Easter is that Easter is not like uh, you can't you can't cancel Easter. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like Easter happens regardless of whether or not we're able to hold a big service or not. Yeah. <clears throat> and so when when I say we're going to try and make them special, we're not going to like try and like make them what they aren't. We're just going to try and celebrate them as much as we can. And there's a lot to celebrate wherever you are at the resurrection yeah. of Jesus Christ, especially in a time like this. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pastor Brian, like. Uh, Like I saw for last uh, few decades in Iran, we never cancel anything like Christmas yeah. and, and Good Friday, Easter. Everything was online. So that's uh, I think that's beauty of uh, being a church mm, like online. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, yeah, it's n- nothing's canceled in that sense. Uh, corporate worship wise, nothing's canceled. We're just moving it online because of the reality of the situation we're in at the moment so well there, there's a lot more i think that, that could be said there's probably a lot more that that needs to be said along the way and we will try to do that in various different forms of communication both emailing you and um and through the podcast um also just uh, i i don't want to go without it being said if you if you're listening to this if you are in need um that's what your community group is there for if you're not connected to a community group yet or if the, your community group's overwhelmed with needs, like please let us know, reach out to us, reach out to, to any of your pastors. We're gonna be reaching out to you through community groups individually. Um, we're doing everything we can. Um, we, we've been d- doing some of the, the program and logistical stuff, but really the, the thing we've been spending the most uh, time and prayer on is simply figuring out how we can um, care for one another in the midst of this. And so uh, we're, we're in this together. We are. Yeah here for you um and so please uh, don't hesitate to uh 
to let us know how we can how we can serve you how we can love you through this um and that's it for now so virtually or not we will see you on sunday yeah see you then